Welcome everyone to another edition of the Founders Diary. Hello, Kuhn and Sam. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> well, we just got back from a company trip to split Croatia. So I thought today maybe we could dive into a little bit about why we went, what we did, why it matters. Yeah, uh, I think that's great. So we just got back from the company trip, uh, a four-day super nice trip, four days of sun, uh, of team activities and bonding. Um, yeah, I, I think it went really well. Uh, that we accomplished the goals, but maybe we can say like why we did it, what the goals were. Yeah, no, 100%. I think obviously a uh, company trip is fun, but it's always uh, mm-hmm. for us important that we really want the team to grow closer together mm-hmm. uh, while doing fun activities. Uh, speaking of activities, uh, we um, did quite a lot. We went in the city, had like a historical tour, ate great food, uh, went on a adventurous hike, uh, to the beautiful waterfalls and um, also some NA a boat trip. Company presentation, company yeah. board dinners, more <laughs> sun, more just, it was great, I think. I think so too. And especially with, um, we are a pretty international company. Like really? everyone comes from a different country, but yes. being in the Netherlands, like when I moved here, they always talked about having like a flat hierarchy. And I think you got to see that on the trip, like everyone could talk to anyone. Like we were all mixing together. I think you got to chat with anyone at any level of the company, which I thought was really cool. Cause you could hear like all these different projects that have been going on or like chatting to some of the developers who have been working on really cool things. I, I think that was also like a really unique opportunity yeah yeah that actually always amazes me because i i don't think we really think about like the here i don't know how to pronounce it but like that it's like a flat sort of it feels flat that you can talk to the ceo or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's always just if i hear it it surprises me because that means that there are a lot of companies where speaking to management or c-level people is not normal and there's mm-hmm. sort of like this disconnect. Um, but yeah, that's that's good to know. It's the typical story, right? Yeah. Of a company when you uh, have like a parking uh, garage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have yeah numbers or names on the parking spots of like the management, yeah. right? And then you already create such a distance in your company because you drive with the car to your work. And then you have to drive, uh, drop your car off and you can't park because that's where management parks, right? I yeah. think that's like the yeah. classic example. Well, maybe we also have to uh, put it for the bikes downstairs. <laughs> yeah, for the <laughs> management. <laughs> management bikes. The Dutch version. Yeah, <laughs> the Dutch version. <laughs> but at instant, you don't just have to be on a podcast with the founders to get the FaceTime. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's already like a nice symbol of how I think like openness definitely seems to be one of the, I don't know, kind of unsaid parts of our company culture. Yeah. And maybe yeah, speaking about culture, because I think mm-hmm. like we... Yeah, do these company trips for a purpose, but maybe Sam, you want to shine some light on like why we've done these company trips because we've done quite a few already over the years. Yeah, yeah it's it's interesting because I think when we started uh, the first business, I had never read a book about culture or anything like that, but it mm-hmm. just felt natural that we look for like one moment in the year where the whole team just did something together outside of work. Uh, so also with the first company trip um, or the first company and then the first trip, um, we were with, I don't know how many people. Seven people. Seven people. And then we also decided to go on a trip. That time we went to Japan, uh, which was yeah sort of 
crazy, but we yeah. were seven people, so with the cost, it was still manageable. Going with 30 people to Japan is well, a bit... Well, 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 I think I remembered when we were at the Tokyo station, we were going with the train to Kyoto, and we were just with seven people, but it was almost already, yeah, close to a 2,000 euro for a train ticket back and forth. Wow. It was like yeah. insane. <laughs> but yeah, for, for some reason, we always thought it was nice to do. Just something, stepping with the whole team outside of our comfort zone, see a new place. Um, and we always felt that those events were successful. And I think that's why we always mm-hmm. did them. We never skipped the year. Oh yeah, maybe with COVID we skipped the year, but we yeah. always did them. So at yeah. first it was kind of like an instinct thing, but yeah. after you saw like the impact, yep. you realized it's something kind of worth repeating as you scale different businesses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just um, yeah, an instinct or, yeah, I don't know, we thought that was nice to do yeah. and then afterwards we hear the feedback and then we see okay everyone actually likes to do something like this mm-hmm. and that's why we uh, continue doing it <laughs> did you actually had company trips at your previous company yes yeah, so the last place i worked at we went to greece which was also quite an adventure yeah. uh, but that was with a much larger group and it was really interesting kind of comparing the experience of i felt like this company trip like it was mostly focused on the team bonding but not having to work in the sense that like i would do the tasks i normally do Whereas the previous company trip, it was kind of like, oh, we're in Greece, uh, which was super fun. But also, I maybe should have pulled out my laptop and worked a little bit on the beach. And I understand there's like two different styles. And Mm. I think you have to like see what fits with your business. Um, But since we're still like at, I think, a group where everybody knows everyone's name. And I think that's definitely the company vibe here. um, I think it was really nice to just have that like connection and Immediately when we got back, everyone was so productive and just like diving into everything. Yeah. Well, that's one of the policies of our company yeah. trips. <laughs> Don't bring your laptop. Yeah. People, what people still do. So I think that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some people, when there's free time, they go on their laptop. Other like It doesn't really matter. But like in general, like we should not really work there as in typing on your keyboard or anything, but just discussing more the future plans. Yeah. Rest, have fun. And then when we get back... We can. Uh, well, it's a different type again. of work, right? You yeah. absolutely it's like yeah. in indirectly typing on your keyboard because yeah. you're yeah. establishing relations. Yeah, you're leveling about stuff. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's yeah, it's a company trip, mm-hmm. uh, but with the right the right balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think and there was a really nice presentation as well. I thought that was kind of like the jewel at the end of like the trip where we all kind of came together at that like smart workspace. I thought that was a nice way of wrapping up the experience together. And I think you just like everyone f- you could just feel in the air was like yeah. had been through like some nice adventures. Yeah, same here. I think when I came back, like I really had to process like how mm-hmm. nice like the feeling is that you bond on a level you normally don't bond on. Yeah. Right. It's like the office is still great, right? We have a great office, great it's garden. Beautiful, like it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> but I think, yeah, change of scenery, it's, uh, yeah, adds, yeah, you build really on the culture. I really mm-hmm. personally feel that the culture goes, yeah, onto a, another level, right? And I mm-hmm. think a company culture in general, there are a lot of ways to describe it. And it's pretty vague, uh, in my opinion. It can be really vague. But it's, yeah, more like, okay, what's the kind of behavior you want to see in your company? There's always a super simple example. If management, right, in a more maybe hierarchical, uh, hierarchy 
It's Ish very company. hard to pronounce for Dutch <laughs> people. <Yes>. That <laughs> it's uh, a company with levels. A company <laughs> with levels. Thank you. <laughs> if management drinks beers every day of the week, mm-hmm. the team is also going to do to do that. Yes. Right. So the behavior of founders management just reflects within the company, and I think. As a founder, manager, whatever, you need to be very aware of that because, yeah, mm-hmm. your behavior reflects within the company. Uh, having said that, uh, Duca, Sam, and myself, we um, yeah wanted to create the values for instant commerce, and we also looked at ourselves. What do we individually value a lot uh, in terms of behavior or what, what key term really resonates with us personally? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, mine was execution, uh, that I personally very much admire execution. Obviously, you need to think about it. We talked about it in the first episode, how important execution is, but it's yeah. also one of our core values because you, you're a startup, you need to move quick, hence why it's, it's important. Uh, and maybe, Sam, you can share the others, but one other value that came uh, over from our old company mm-hmm. was uh, champagne. Share champagne. What, Partying. What That's that means. <laughs> Partying. It's, well, it's, it's twofold. Like It is yes. like celebrating... Um, yeah, just things on a Friday, product launch, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but we all, at the previous company, we said celebrate with champagne, not cava. Mm. And it's fancy. sort of like, it's also just... Because we're fancy, okay. <laughs> no, not that we're fancy, uh, but just quality in general. Like, yes. we don't do like crazy Friday drinks every Friday. That's also not really the culture. But when we do something that we put a little bit of effort into it and it's actually a nice thing mm-hmm. instead of just like casual beers, everything. Throwing some notches on the table, well, nuts, <laughs> yeah. nuts and nuts. Uh, some cheap beer and uh, have <laughs> yeah. fun. No, that's not that's not how we yeah. do things. I will say like my first month where we had like a little welcome kind of like drink with those of us who started and I was like so surprised. There were these lovely cocktails and it was such a beautiful day. It's like, wow, okay. Like a little indeed, bit, of, eff- little bit the, of extra effort. The quality yeah. is definitely, <laughs> I think... I nice. like what you said, though, the duality of we celebrate our wins yeah. and then also we try to celebrate with quality in everything we do in our work, but also, I think, yeah. uh, our culture. It should reflect anywhere. If, mm-hmm. we, uh, if we build a super great product, we can't throw crappy parties. No. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's the balance. The other two are um, passion mm-hmm. and ambition. And I also think for... Um, yeah, a company trip to really work out. You can also see if, like, the people that hired people that are currently working here did a good job. Mm. Um, because if we hire based upon the values that we have, it doesn't matter if there are five people or 30 or 100. Mm-hmm. There is still, and right now as well, I think only 40% is Dutch. The rest is from all over the world, different languages, uh, different ages. But there's still some sort of, underlying connection and i think that is because um of the values that we look look for and i think passion is it's a broad one but it's actually pretty yeah simple to hire for i think Mm -hmm. uh, because the people that we are looking for are not the people that are here to collect a paycheck that look at it just Mm -hmm. as a nine to five and it's totally fine if you do like you do you um, but we look for people that really just love what they do. 
um, and if it's on the weekend and they have nothing else to do or whatever, that they dive into their passion, that they look into it, that, um, I don't know, after work or after dinner, they still read an article or a newsletter about the field that they're in. Yeah. Um, and that's just always what we try to look for in people, people that really like what they do and are willing to go the extra mile. Not because the company they work for says they have to do that, but just because they want to do it themselves. Um, and I think when you have like these certain aspects that all the people have within a group, yeah. there is some, it's, it's easier to connect, I think. Intrinsic motivation. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think you do see it. Like, for example, obviously in the marketing team, we have like the marketing inspiration channel. I think that's like a good example of like a tangible way that value kind of manifests yeah. itself. It's not for anything like other than I saw this, this inspired me. Maybe this is something we can try or maybe this is just something related to marketing that we all might be interested in because we're all kind of obsessed with our own like yeah. little part of that puzzle. And I think I see that in other teams as well. People designing things just because they love to do it yeah yeah and you also like that doesn't really even matter but you also yeah. see people sending in stuff on saturday yeah on a, and like no one expects it but still like people read a newsletter think oh this is cool let me share it with the team yeah so maybe a good check for other people listening to this create a slack channel something slash inspiration if it stays empty you know uh what time it is? <laughs> no, oh. what time it is? <laughs> no. That is a dark one. And uh, no. maybe the last value? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! But all, all jokes aside, I think yeah, yeah. it's um, also a nice bridge towards this intrinsic yeah, motivation, right? It's like yes. when I uh, was nineteen, um, before I founded my first company, then I was twenty years old. But one year back, I did an internship in the U.S. for a year. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge corporate company uh, in Chicago and they had a lot of values, but it was printed values. So it was written on the wall. And one of them was, for example, integrity uh, and respect. And I was like looking at it. I was like at the beginning, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I've seen myself uh, relating with this. But um, the longer you work at the company, you kind of realize the values aren't living yeah. In that company. It's just a document. It's just a document. It's just mm -hmm. written down. And I think, yeah, the difference between something that's written down or that's or something that's already like that uh, is, yeah, for example, in our company, we don't have to write it down because it's already that way. Yeah. Uh, and for in this case, beer companies is obviously more difficult, but I think that was a perfect example. It's written on the wall, but it doesn't mean a thing because no one really resonates with it. Yeah, uh, and luckily we as founders are obviously now here to kind of safeguard that culture, mm -hmm. uh, to really hire people based on the values. Uh, but it's also food for thought. Like, okay, how do we cope with it? Right, if we're not involved in a final uh, conversation of a new hire anymore. Yeah, I guess what I also found, maybe one last thing that was interesting at Instant is also the fact that there's even a culture manager whose whole job it is, is to ensure that there is a company culture. I think that's kind of unique, at least. I haven't seen that at a lot of other startups. Shout and out a, to Irwan. Yeah, shout, shout out to Irwan. A, a culture manager is not someone, if you don't portray, the, if you're not ambitious, that it will yell, you have to be ambitious. But it just, yeah. it's way more general. It's just organizing yeah. team activities, organizing no, events, sure. getting people together, like all those sort of things. And that, in the end builds culture exactly um, kind of like a guardian of all those yeah. values you've said not yeah. the stuff you write down but the yeah. stuff you do as a team that really yeah. defines 
yeah, it's, it's really easy to write down we value passion and then the first candidate that comes in like we don't really check for it we don't really check if they uh, really love what they do and then we hire them then we have the value passion but we don't act on it yeah and it's really simple to do but it's also not that much more effort to really yeah do something with it and not yeah that's not just a document you print on your wall but it's actually something that is real that's that's beautiful <laughs> something nice you end. feel yeah. <laughs> something you feel well today we definitely captured a lot but maybe we can end again with advice uh, for others founders out there who are maybe thinking about their company culture yeah i already probably said it in the podcast but i would love to reiterate it is that um, yeah your own behavior is a reflection mm -hmm. of what happens in the company yeah, and uh, another one, a tip we got, like I think a lot of people, management teams, they go on these management events and three-day mm -hmm. course to figure out the company values. Mm -hmm. But you just have to look at what you value yourself, write that down, and based upon that, you can have a conversation. I think just brainstorming into the wild, sharing your ideas of what you think is important mm -hmm. is not really going to help you should just really for yourself think about it what do i value write it down and then have the conversation with the other people in the company yeah. and see if you can align and pick a few that are really important yeah. beautiful well that is another episode of the founder's diary tune in for the next one soon yes bye bye, -bye.